a couple of nights ago, uh, Emily and I settled down um, to watch a bit of television. We were looking for um, just a half an hour comedy. You know, I think it was uh, it was probably about Thursday night actually after we yeah. after we'd gone home from church meeting. You know, you just wanted to <laughs> chill for a bit. <coughs> Just relax. And so we start fiddling about. We've got, we've got a skybox and it records stuff. And uh, we found back in April. <laughs> How long have I been lying there? Um, uh, an old episode of uh, the comedy panel show, Would I Lie to You? <laughs> some of you might know it, some of you might not. But the, the, the basis of the programme is there's two teams. And uh, people on one team have to tell a story to the other team. And it might be true, or it might be a lie. Well, on the, on the one that we were watching, uh, one of the guests was the weather presenter, Thomas Schaffernacher. <laughs> Um, and uh, his name is actually easier to pronounce than it is to type in randomly into, into Word. He just puts a red line underneath it and you're like, is that right or wrong? Anyway, so, so he was there and uh, he spoke of not knowing that lambs are baby sheep until he was in Cumbria filming an episode of Country File. And after questioning and guesses by the opposing team, he revealed his statement to be true. Until his early thirties, he really thought lambs were a different species of small lay creature. <laughs> I guess few of us would have had that misunderstanding. You know, and uh, I started pondering afterwards. My, I suspect uh, Thomas's gap may have resulted in his actually being born in Poland. So he spent the early years speaking a different language. And I guess we tend to learn about what the baby animals of animals are called before we start school. And so that, uh, I'll, I'll perhaps imagine that was the thing. We know about sheep to some extent. But he probably didn't have to learn that as he became an adult. We know about sheep. But our actual experience of sheep farming is probably on the whole minimal. You know, we, we might have grown up in a town or a village surrounded by sheep you know, out in the hillsides or in fields. We might have taken children or grandchildren to lambing days at a farm. We might have seen sheep being shorn of their wool in a display up at the Arbing Lashokai. 
few of us have spent day after day after day after day tending the flock out on the hillside like them shepherds that we tend to think of in the nativity story there they are right in the field tending their flock by night but that was what David King David the psalmist had done in his formative years a boy or young man an adolescent perhaps he thought oh what the needs were and as a shepherd he understood their behaviour one of the telling things of the character of the shepherd the good shepherd that is our Lord that comes across in Psalm 23 is the fact that he doesn't just lead us he doesn't just take us places places that he happens to know that there's grass and places that he happens to know is still waters and he says that he makes us lie down in green pastures he makes us rest but actually it takes quite a bit of doing to get a sheep to rest they're not a kind of restful creature lovely to look at but when you do look at them in the field it's not that often that you actually see them lying down <coughs> they do lie down but not like cows lie down not like horses even goats tend to lie down a bit more than sheep a young lamb might lie down but not so much an adult sheep <coughs> there are a number of factors why that is why they're less likely it's not that they don't they're just less likely to lie down they need to be standing as they graze and they need to graze for maybe about seven hours a day it takes that amount to, to eat the quantity of grass so a hungry sheep is probably not going to be like that and they not to lie down if they're being tormented by flies or insects or parasites or being tormented by other sheep you know, the, it, it's quite a, a structured society in the flock there's a matriarch that tends to take out the best bit of grass this is a lovely long lush green bit 
having this. And the other ones that come close get butted away. And then there's a picking order that goes down from that. So some of the sheep are bullies. And as a result, if you're going to be trying to sort out who, who you are, where you get your place, you're, you're not going to be able to occupy a certain bit of ground and be settled. That picking order tends to go when the shepherd appears. When the shepherd's there, he's in charge, or she. And so they tend to fall into line a bit more. And then there's that thing about security and safety. When they stand in the middle of the road when you're trying to get to a holiday cottage, you think, aren't sheep brave? Aren't they strong and mighty standing there in the middle of the road? They can stop the traffic. But actually, they're, um, what's that word of the moment? Fret. Frightened. Anything can startle them. They're easily scared. You know, if, you, if you're going for a walk, or dare I even suggest a run, and you come to a field that has animals in, if it's cows, and you walk or wash, run, if they look out, the cows will come close. And cows are kind of inquisitive, also very protective of their calves. Uh, there can be uh, a danger walking a dog in a field with cows. You keep the dog on a leap, but you, uh, if cows come close, you're actually advised to let go of the lead. Itself, so that you yourself don't get trampled and making noise actually attracts more cows to come rather than scaring them off. Sheep, on the other hand, do the completely opposite thing. You keep a tight hold on the lead. If you're walking or running, they're likely to run away in opposite directions, not come close.
they run, they panic. The heartbeat goes up. See, even the hair suddenly popping through an edge might be enough to startle a sheep. It's a highly strong creature. But yet, the good shepherd, the Lord who is my shepherd, is one who can get the sheep to lie down. Because he brings peace to the life of the sheep. Because he takes the sheep to the place of nourishment and refreshment. He is the one that stops the injustice and the bullying. He protects from danger. We, the sheep, can lie down. Now of course at times we might struggle to lie down. Struggle to rest. Even though we are in the Good Shepherd's care, there can still be issues in our life that are impacting us. That cause us to fret and worry. That means when we go to bed at night, we don't have that peace of mind that allows us to go to sleep. shepherd cares for us. Think of the parable that Jesus tells of leaving the 99 to go after the one. That one who's lost is already off the flock. Already in the care of the good shepherd. The one who looks after the sheep that has become lost. Likewise here in, in the 23rd Psalm, the shepherd restores the soul. Restores the soul of a sheep that is in the flock. Of a sheep that has become disturbed and concerned about what is happening in their life. Perhaps it is an injustice. Maybe it's a distraction that has led us astray. It might be that we've become too busy doing church, that we fail to be God's people and fail to have that restfulness, that sense of being the actual flock of the Good Shepherd. And there are issues that might be in our heart about our life. They, it might be our health or our finances or about such issues in <coughs> the life of somebody who's close to us. It might be or it's about the life of our church. Or of course, the wider world. 
the general state of things, be it conflict in the Middle East, the ongoing war in Syria. It might be concerns about this nation and the general election. Many factors might cause us concern, might give us a, a sick feeling in the stomach, one of being unsettled and cause that sleepless night that prevent us closing the eyes and receiving the, the recharging of the batteries that we each need for a new day. And as a result of that, our health, our physical and our mental health worsens. We need to be restored. We need our soul restored. We need to be able to lie down and the Lord provides that ability. And so it's important to be aware of the presence of the shepherd. To remember that as we are living our lives, he watches over us. That he cares for what's happening. That he will indeed provide green pasture and still water. when we are troubled we need to prayerfully give those issues to God and let him relieve the weight that holds us down as Jesus says in Matthew 11 Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. May we trust in the Good Shepherd as we seek to be his flock. Let's pray. Lord God, we give thanks that in the scriptures you promise to restore us to renew us, to breathe fresh life into us, and to give us the rest that we need. Or when there are burdens that, that are holding us back, may we not be afraid to lay them at your feet. to share that issue, to seek your guidance, 
so the we need the we need or for things that are troubling each one of us here tonight may we live them before you by your spirit move among us take away any issues of concern of doubt and give us clear wisdom how we can joyfully live for you delight in being one of the flock. This we pray in the name of our Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ our Lord and Saviour. Amen.